0: Welcome back once again to Rhythms of Grace. My name's Nate. Uh, I'm the executive pastor at Grace Church, and I'm here with Sung Kim, who's the lead pastor of the same church. And we have been talking in this season's podcast um, uh, about the Enneagram and how basically there's a, there's a way to know ourselves. And the Enneagram is just a framework, right? It's not the end-all, be-all. It's not the only way, but it's it's a helpful way to know ourselves. In, in in light of increased self-knowledge, we can, in some ways, know God better. And so we've been going number by number, and this episode is very special, son, because we get to talk about you. Mm. It's like you've been waiting for this for, like, the entire season. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I don't know how much I'll be talking about myself,
0: because you have threatened to mute me. Yeah, just in case. I mean, we know what eights are like. Just in case, if, if we got to get the truth out there, we'll just mute your mic and, uh, <laughs> and then you'll speak. That's right. Me. That's right. Now, and then, I mean, you're not the only one that's here, which is actually pretty exciting <laughs> because we do have a special guest who's not an eight. But I thought I was a
1: special guest. You,
0: Sung, you're always special. <laughs> but we have your wife, Amy, here oh, in the man. studio with us. Amy, do you want to say hi?
2: Hi.
0: <laughs> She's really excited about this. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> this is not exactly my like comfort zone. <laughs> but I, what, what is nice is that you and I spend probably more time with Sung than anyone else on the planet. True. And so as he communicates what it's like to be an eight, we can tell if he's lying or not. Basically,
1: <laughs> basically, you're going to be spreading the dirt. That's right. Okay. You know what happens when you spread manure, right? Like good things, I mean, fertilizer.
0: Good things grow. That's right. <laughs> oh, that is the weirdest man. metaphor. We're going to run with it, though. Um, so, Amy, do you want to tell us anything about yourself? Uh, I'll ask you a specific question. Thank How you. long have you and Sung been married?
2: We've been married just over 20 years, mm. 21 this fall.
0: Okay. You have some kids.
2: We have two kids. Elsa is 16, almost 17, and Micah is 14. Okay. And I am now nowhere near an eight. I'm a five.
0: Yeah. What What kind of, so, I mean, what what kind of things do you like to do in your free time?
2: Um, I like to read, spend time with my family, friends. I don't know. What else do I like to do? Mm,
1: Yeah, that's 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 it. So here's the
0: thing. I'm doing this on purpose because I'm building the contrast when we start to talk about (laughs) Sung and who he is. You guys in some ways are like the epitome of opposites attract.
1: Yes. And I will say uh, outside of very, very small sliver of common things like love for Jesus and our kids and certain things. Like just about everything in terms of our preference for movies, music, fat, like just architecture, leisure activities. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like personalities completely different.
0: So here's the great thing. You guys have had a great marriage for 20 years. So anyone who's listening and says like, oh my gosh, how can two people who are so different actually make it work? We have living proof in front of us. There you go. So take, take heart. Sung, tell us about yourself.
1: Well, I'm gonna objectify myself
0: a bit. <laughs> you get to you're gonna talk about the good things first.
1: No, no, no. I, I'm just I'm I, I'm I'm just gonna. Um, so instead of me talking about it, I'm I'm gonna kind of like just uh, talk about certain things about Nate, and then I would love for both of you. Mm. So it's almost like even though I'm being interviewed, for you to be like, oh yeah, that's true, or or yeah. So, um, so I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a bit more objective in that sense. Got I'm, I'm kind of gonna take some things from a book. Uh, just that, uh, just so like, yeah. Um, and and then you two can respond. So it'll be good and bad. And I will say, man, with you two here, man, uh, man, it's going to expose the eights bad. But... (laughs) But, hey, no shame in that. That's great. And some of you podcast listeners, especially if I'm your pastor, yeah, man. When when I say in sermons like pastors aren't perfect, now you'll really, really know.
0: We're going to tell you exactly how they're not perfect <laughs> over the next half hour.
1: So well, some of the qualities of an eight. Uh, you know, uh, they're called, like, a number of different things, uh, but we'll just call it the active controller, um, which uh, – uh, I'm not Some of consultant. the things
0: eights are called are four-letter words, so we're gonna we're just going <laughs> to.
1: <laughs> so they can be assertive. They're confident and direct, and they, they're comfortable saying what they need to say and get you know getting on with things. I'll mm-hmm. uh, just stop there.
0: Yeah, uh, well, so now you're throwing it to a one and a five. We don't know where to go, uh, okay, son. Okay. No,
1: no, 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 no. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll just keep going. Uh, they're also very decisive. They trust their gut, and they're quick to move on things. They they respond to things very quickly. They're also very independent. They they love autonomy and they're very self sufficient and they don't like depending on other people. And uh, another quality is just uh, they they're influential. They uh, they they have a way of just taking charge of things, influencing people, and just uh, uh, including just l- uh, larger organizations. Yeah,
0: so. Amy, how does that does that ring true?
2: Yeah, all of those things do.
0: It's it's kind of like a laundry list a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what, what have you, so let's talk about independence. Mm. How, uh, since since the two of you are here, how how does your marriage work with someone who is sort of prone to so much independence?
2: Well, it's interesting because I tend to be independent too, yeah, so I a think that really makes it work. Oh, okay. Yeah, and our kids tend to be independent <laughs> also. <laughs>
0: so you guys just, you like kind of gather by proximity, once a day, and <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean
1: we all kind of do our own thing. Well, just together, as, just as an example, I, I know when we went up to um, Mackinac Island, we tried oh, to right. a tandem bike once, right? <laughs> where right. she rode in <laughs> the back and I sat up front. We hated it. Yeah, right? I know you. And well, I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, but. yeah, because there were times when she would, uh, you know, she'd be pedaling with me, and then there'd be times. I found this out afterwards. I'd be like, man, going going that one stretch was just so hard. And she was like, oh, that's when I stop (laughs) pedaling
0: yeah but i remember that because my wife and i were there and we love tandem bikes like we're just like we love to be in sync doing everything together
1: (laughs) and so for us and we've been back there uh, once or twice after that one time we went with our kids and we're like yep we are getting four separate bikes to Mm -hmm. rent no tandems anything yeah
0: i mean i guess it would be it might be a little bit different right if you amy if you were a little bit less independent
2: yeah I think it would be really difficult actually <laughs> I mean sometimes it still is you know i'm I'm generally independent, but I have my moments where i I would like to feel more part of a team and <laughs> <laughs> decision making and yeah just in general, and so I think if I wasn't so independent, that would be one of the hardest It'd be parts really hard marriage yeah yeah. yeah.
1: And, I mean, for us, we, we, we have our own, you know, independent time, but then we there are times we come together, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's over meals or whether it's in the evenings, just sitting around the living room, just catching up uh, with each other every day and, uh, you know, talking with the kids. So, uh, like, we have very built-in family time, but there is very much a sense of, like, hey, you know, she... Uh, she has her world, I have my world, but we have our, our world together. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, uh, you know, uh, again, she likes reading, and so, she, you know, th- th- this will be something, especially during COVID, this happened, she'd be like, oh, I'm I'm just happy staying at home, reading my book, and you know, like, uh, by by the weekend, I'm like, oh, man, I- I'm ready to go out. Let's go do something. A- and that's been kind of turbulent, maybe more for Amy, like, oh, I just got comfortable, ready mm-hmm. to read, and and now you want to go
2: out and do something, and so yeah, um, I think we we kind of manage our expectations there. Yeah, I mean you you stay in a little more, I go out a little more. <laughs> that's right.
1: <laughs> she helps me stay grounded, and I I I help bring adventure to her life. Right. Is,
0: and that's really how you guys have. Because I was going to ask, like being so different, I mean, how do you how do you navigate that? And it sounds like there's a, a healthy measure of compromise.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we've learned a lot over the years.
0: Yeah, 20 years they'll do that for you. Yeah, what was so here's great question. What was it like in the early days? Was it was it difficult for, for the early days of your marriage or ha, has it always kind of like you just said? I, well
1: I would say there were certain seasons. Like I think during the early years of the church plant, AIDS mm-hmm. can be very driven and, and um, I there were th- there were literally days where or nights when uh, like before we were starting the church or maybe during the first year, like I, I didn't come home till like 2 a.m., mm-hmm. right? Road signs.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. road signs. That's <laughs> right. That's what it was. And,
1: and uh, again, I'm just like, whatever needs to uh, be accomplished, whatever needs to be done to accomplish a mission, you know, and, and just to say, like it was another eight, and so the two of us, we were just so driven in, yeah. in getting this thing launched, to the neglect of, during during that time, like, our wives our, our and ourselves, our, mm. our own bodily needs and just, like, sleep. Yeah. Like, sleep, and this is an area of growth for me, and now I value sleep so, so much. But in the early years, I uh, I neglected sleep to the detriment of my health. Yeah. Emotional, physical, mental, all around.
0: Because sort of, like, the uh, achieving the goal or, like, getting to the destination, like, superseded all other yeah. sort of variables.
1: Yeah. And Amy remembers those times, too, because, yeah, I, I did some really foolhardy things and just mm-hmm. got to j- <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. reach.
2: <laughs> yeah. You brought it up, yes. It was difficult those years.
0: So for somebody who is that driven, how, uh, uh, and this is a question for Amy, how does sung communicate care? If sort of like, like taking the hill is often the m- the most visible thing on his radar. How does he how does he then how does that translate into communicating care for you and the kids? Cuz I know he does. I know there are ways. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering what that looks like for an 8.
2: Well, I think he I mean, one thing, he he has a lot on his plate, but he always makes time for the family. Um and I have appreciated that. And he's one thing he's working on, trying very hard lately, is to really listen well. Um I suck at that. He really well. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to say he really you're, does. You're really growing in that. <laughs> area. You know, I go through sp- You've made taken so many strides.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is true.
1: It, you know, this is one of those seasons in my life. You know, and I think this is true of any type where you you're like, "Oh man, I just I just reached the next peak and you feel like oh i've grown and then god kind of lets you sit there and relish the, the growth mm-hmm. and then there's uh, and then there's other seasons and, and th- i feel like i'm in the season now where god's like all right time to climb again i'm like oh i, I thought i just reached this peak right yeah. you know? and i'm in one of those peaks and listening is one of those things right now mm-hmm.
0: so i mean i don't know if we want to already, already like jump into the dark underbelly of AIDS, <laughs> but where why is it hard for you to listen like what is like what is going on that makes it makes listening difficult for you or for an eight?
1: Oh, um, so I would say one thing is like, usually eights are like the, 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 their thinking process is like, you know, uh, uh, on overload. I I mean, so Mm. in good ways they could be very decisive and and they could, you know, not always, but sometimes see, see the end or they think they see the end. And so they often think, Oh, we don't need to take the journey. Yeah. Um, or the other times, um, it, it's like, you think, you know, what the other person is going to say. Yeah. And, and so in doing that, you don't really listen. So what I often miss is what's, what's behind the words that they're saying. Mm. And, and this is, this is a terrible habit of mine. I do it to both. I do it to a lot of people. Like when they're thinking about the right words to say, I'll just jump in and finish your sentence. Mm. And, and like more often than not, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but w- when that's translated to like a longer conversation, like you can't do that. Yeah. Right. The, it's more than just finding the right words to finish like a a a, a, a sentence. It's like listening to their heart and not just their words.
0: So, I mean, I know that, and again, if we were to drift into sort of like Myers-Briggs, I know that y- you tend to be sort of intuitive in the way that you operate. Is that is that a hallmark of many eights? Because I can see the combination of being intuitive and decisive like that combined means like, I, I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to say. I'm just going to jump to the end of this conversation and sort of like, so we can move on. Um <laughs> Amy's laughing because we both experienced that uh, in the conversation with Sung. Probably, yeah. th- probably this week. Yeah, uh, <laughs> probably today. <laughs> um, but is art? Do eights tend to be intuitive? Yeah. So
1: the, they, their their instinct comes just from their gut. Yeah. Yeah. are gut driven. So yeah. They live that way in just about every area of their life. And not only that, but they speak very directly. Uh, very f- forthright, and, and and in the way they speak, it can be very intense. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing about eights is, like, if you talk to other eights, they're like, oh, I wasn't being intense. I mean, I, I was just speaking my mind. And to every, to other people, I saw this one meme and, and I wish I'd saved it. It was so great because it was just like, here's what an eight feels like they're doing it and has like soft velvet gloves and they're just touching you. And here's what the other person experienced. Like, Psh. yeah, it's, like, it's not just a slap. It's like a punch across the face. <laughs> and and it, it, I think it was just like, you know, or, or actually the picture was like, oh, this gentle little fairy is how the eight feels like they're communicating. And on the other end was like this big fiery monster. Mm. And I think for a lot of eights, like, we just don't recognize that we're coming off very
0: uh, intensely. Yeah. Because everything is about intensity. So, Amy, how—you y- uh, you are a very quiet person in general. How do you, how do you navigate that sort of reality with sung?
2: Well, I think it was really difficult in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, although, actually, in the beginning— I think I exper- he has a really strong 7 wing and I think I experienced that more than the 8. Okay. So later on in our marriage it kind of came as a shock when <laughs> the 8 started coming out. Okay. Um
1: Flat, like what do you mean by se- my 7 wing versus 8 like we were give just examples.
2: Fun and mm-hmm. easy to get along with. Yeah, like happy go lucky, yeah. like always just yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I didn't really experience a lot of the 8 side until um I don't know. I would say even after we moved here and you started the church, mm-hmm. then it really started coming out. Yeah. And, um,
1: cause now I was in charge and yeah. I had to take the hill. Yeah.
2: Right. And then that carried over into our home life. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to switch back and forth like that. And so, yeah, that was difficult. Just learning to get to know a new side of him. And,
0: uh, H- how, d- how do you make yourself heard in, in your relationship with song? That's a good question.
2: Yeah. Um, Well, I, I used to have a hard time being honest if it was going to be difficult to hear, but I think, I don't know if, is this generally true of eights? You don't mind hearing something difficult about yourself. And so through the years I became just more comfortable Mm. sharing exactly what I was thinking Mm -hmm. because his response was he wanted to hear it. He wanted to know, he wanted Mm -hmm. to grow. And so, um, yeah, so I really, I don't. I generally don't feel weird about bringing up difficult things. It's not that hard. There are times when he doesn't hear me when I bring (laughs) up difficult
1: things. Well, sometimes she has a way of, well, I would say this too, um, and and I think you just naturally do this, but if somebody uh, were to say something to me but it felt more accusatory, Mm. I I mean, again, eights, like like they're – our armor is up. Yeah. It's just like, boom, what are you saying? Right. Mm-hmm. But like, there's a way to say it where it's like, like it's not in the heat of battle. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But it's more like, Hey, you know, you know, a- a- and we each, we, each of us have like a tell that we kind of uh, tease each other about. Like she has a tell, like when she wants to talk about something u- uncomfortable or hard. Mm-hmm. And again, cause she has a lot of nine in her. It's, it's taken her a lot of effort. Like, uh, I'm like, okay, I, I know something's coming. You know, and, and I do the same thing too. I'll, I'll be like, "So, you know," and, and she's like, "Uh oh," and we'll <laughs> have to be like, "No, no, 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 it's not that bad." So uh, again, th- there's an atmosphere of like l- loving confrontation, yeah, and versus like, you know, y- you're whatever, you know, accusation.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, it reminds me uh, of the verse that, and my wife and I, who's also who's also named Amy, uh, have talked about in our marriage, where it's a soft answer. It turns away anger. Um, and, and many in many ways, um, ones are prone to anger. And so she has learned that there are ways to speak the truth to me that that are soft. And I hear those um, and get less angry. And it sounds like you have found a way to navigate that same sort of dynamic with song.
2: Yeah, we often don't... Like if we are having a, a fight where we're both really angry, um, maybe for the better, I... I often need some time to think about what I really think. And mm-hmm. so if I if I back off from the argument and just take time to think about it, by the time I come back, usually he's ready mm-hmm. to listen more mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. and hear what I really have to say and we're all both more calm.
0: <laughs> yeah, so giving some space. At, at yeah. that's There's wisdom there. I mean, there's wisdom there.
1: Yeah, and that looked different even early on in our marriage because, again, she grew up kind of more like not – not uh, her family of origin, it was kind of like, well – we don't talk about stuff. My family, it's the opposite. We, we always brought it up. And so in the beginning, it was always like me chasing her and her wanting to like needing space. Yeah. But now we come to that place of like, she, I mean, she, she's gotten so good over the years of just saying, just speaking truth where that would have been hard, just coming out of uh, just the way she grew up. And for me to like withhold speaking Mm -hmm. and listening, which is hard in terms of my family of origin.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, Sung, have you found it hard um, at, at in seasons in at your life being sort of have you have you ever had a time when you didn't have sort of the next hill to take? Um, how, how does how does an eight function in that space? Do you just create one? You just create a task, a, a Herculean task to accomplish.
1: Uh it's it's both. I mean, I have had seasons where I'm not thinking about the next hill, and oftentimes that's because we've just taken a hill. Okay, and as an eight, like. You know, eights also want to um, experience the rewards of their work. Oh, okay. And so it's not just this relentless drive for the sake of driving. Yeah. There is a sense of, I'm, I'm going to work hard. We're going to conquer this hill. And, and then just kind of like, uh, this isn't the, this is a bit of a crass way to say it, but kind of like, let's enjoy the spoils. Yeah. Right. And, and again, one of the, um, things that eights need it is like intensity of experience and so like oh, okay you've worked hard now let's just let's just enjoy food and
0: drinks sure. it's kind of like the work hard play hard it, sort it, of
2: totally yeah
1: i mean A- amy will be like uh, uh, and sleep hard right she, she yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> if he's not going full out he's sound asleep. He, right, he's got
0: two speeds on and off <laughs> basically right. yeah yeah
2: and so
1: in the midst of that right like and the other thing, too is, and even if there's not a hill to climb because eights want to be in control, they have to feel like you know they 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 need a sense of feeling strong. And so, and I'll relate this to like grace. like, um, if, if things are going well and I don't need to control anything and if if everyone is feeling good and so I don't need to like, uh, you know, come beside them and be their cheerleader like that frees me up. And, and during those moments, I, I probably feel
0: very free of
1: and, and it's almost like I, 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 I'm not really thinking about the next hill.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, that in some ways that's that's you sort of enjoying call it the spoils, which is like, we have worked so hard to get to this spot. Like everything's humming. We're firing on all cylinders. The staff is like motivated and happy in some ways. I can see you engaging in the office, just really sort of enjoying the experience of everyone being on mission and and sort of working hard
1: yeah and it's just like let's just celebrate let's do this hey let's take time off and go here and just enjoy each other Uh, but again like when when things are the opposite then then the need to control just really kicks in
0: can we talk about the need to control in <laughs> in a ma- in a marriage <laughs> environment? Is this are we treading on thin I ice man, here?
1: Anything is open. Uh, op- I
2: don't think it shows up that much actually. I, it I actually. mean we're generally pretty easygoing both of us and mm-hmm. we have just a small narrow few things that we both really care about that we disagree on. Yeah. So how be uh, as <laughs> <laughs> as
0: a staff member at grace, help me understand that side of song more. Uh, no, I'm mean, really I, like, why, why does it not show up there? I either, either of you can answer that. I'm, I'm just, I'm just mystified.
1: Well, I, I think <laughs> so. Uh, one thing about eight is they, they will put on a strong facade, mm. but internally they are like a, like th- there is this yearning for innocence and, and going back to like, just and and so even songs that touch me like speak to that Mm, and mm -hmm. so so in the world out there i like i I put on my armor which i think is my skin okay (laughs) right but at home it's one of the very few places where it's like i am completely vulnerable Mm. and i'm okay being vulnerable that that sense I don't. I don't expect. Like my when I think of my paradigm of the world, it's like okay, this is this is my home, and there is a battle outside there. Interesting. So I go out every day. It's like again metaphorically, like I'm putting my helmet, my armor, my shield and sword. I'm ready to do battle, not with people, but like how, how how do we conquer the next hill? Yeah. How, how do we defeat the enemy what, what strategies do we need to think of so we could maneuver ourselves and again like I, when I was younger I, I had aspirations and uh, thought and desires to, to uh, be part of the military to mm. join be a uh, be in the military and so even that whole side of me just look like the strategy the the victory the the losses like just and, and like that's how I watch sports too right mm. it, it's not just enjoying it, it like I will, I'll watch film just to look at the strategy and how one side exposes the weaknesses of of the other. And so that's just the AIDS filter of the entire world. Yeah. So a a very, and that's the, that's the side that I'd say most people don't see is that um, AIDS like, like, yeah, you know, um, in front of my family, I feel no embarrassment crying, you know, outside the family. Oh my goodness. Worst thing in the world. It makes me feel weak.
0: So, I mean, in some ways what you're saying is that there's like – your home is in some ways a physical manifestation of your, of your inner life in some ways or, or it's, and uh, that, uh, that's really interesting to me. And, and I wonder how much an eight being able to navigate in a healthy way requires the, uh, well, we know that it requires the ability to sort of like take off your armor yeah. at some point. Yep. Uh, it seems like it's probably just a real blessing that your home allows you to do that. Cause I don't think that's true of all homes and I don't think it's true of all eights. No.
1: I know some mates are home life is just turbulent mm-hmm. and I just think man if the battle is within yeah. as well like ah, like your life never stops mm. like you're never like in, in a place of rest it's always battle and, and that even for me that sounds exhausting
0: yeah I mean Amy do you do you kind of consciously try to make your home a place of peace I mean you're a very peaceful person so probably part of it's just natural but is that like a, a part of you caring for Sung as an eight?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it just, it's just who I am. It just comes out of my personality. I don't know that I consciously do it.
1: I think part of it is being as a five, That—that that is your, your own desire uh, of creating a, a, yeah. a space mm-hmm. where others won't invade and place demands on you as a five. Because that's one thing, if you remember back, Aaron talked about that, like, you know, you need your space yep. kind of thing. And so I- even in fulfilling her own, like, needs it really meets a need for me.
0: Yeah, man. That's so fascinating that, that how, how well that works. <laughs> I mean, it's, it uh, it's a real blessing, right? It does uh, Cause it, I, you could see how, how other combinations could be more turbulent. I mean, yeah. you two are relatively healthy in a lot of ways, which I think helps a ton, but.
1: Yeah. And you know, when you talk about, let's say the unhealthy side of an eight, um, and, uh, <laughs> it's funny, even as we're talking about this, I'm kinda like, oh yeah, rubbing my hands together. Here we go. <laughs> this is what you want to talk <laughs> about. <laughs> no, and, and most enneagram types are like, oh, that's so ugly. How can I be this? And again, I, I I do feel that, right? There, there, there's parts of an eight, I'm like, oh my goodness, that is so true and so bad. And we've said this before too, you know you're this type because when you read the bad parts, you're like, mm. oh my, that's the worst thing possible. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so like when L eights are unhealthy and they don't have that safe harbor from a storm like uh, like people uh, experience them as overly intense and demanding and, and controlling and pushy and insensitive can i just go on and on and on <laughs>
0: <laughs> this also feels like a pretty significant uh, se- checklist for <laughs> my observations of song yeah so either of you speak into that I think so. I mean, I think I, I know that I have certainly experienced that. But it's interesting to, to be aware that also I, pro- I not primarily, but uh, a lot of my experience of you is sort of like in the outside world, yeah, yeah. right? Um, and one of the things that we have done and has been effective at certain seasons is we have created sort of like an inside space. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we when things were difficult at one point, we just started meeting for coffee every mm-hmm. week just to talk about our families. About life. Yes, exactly. Like no business, no nothing. Um, but I, I guess... My question on that front is what kind of takes you to that place as an eight? What, what makes you feel the need to sort of hyper control or um, sort of exert uh, exert your. Presence or will.
1: Yeah, you know, so this was true of my experience. And I actually, when you talk to a lot of AIDS, it's a very similar experience. Not that the specifics were all the same as much as there were similar land- landscapes and we all responded the same way. But early on in childhood, there is a sense of like nobody's there for you. Mm-hmm. Like, and so what happens is, and again, like, because you're wired as an eight and different people would would, would respond to that in different ways. But for the eight, it's like, that means I need to take the bull by the horn yeah. and especially like I'm a firstborn, like you, you, you get the sense of like the world out there is a battle. I got to protect the people inside. Um, and it's up to me. And yeah. so there is a sense of that. And growing up, like, this, these were also triggers, too. Like, man, I hated the feeling of being um, taken advantage of or being blindsided.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and so, uh, at least for me, it's not like, oh, let me control every detail of my life. I, I really don't care about that as much as, like, am I prepared to see what's coming so I'm, I'm not blindsided? Mm. Uh, when I engage in, in with this company, I, uh, are, are, are they dealing with me in a way that they're not taking advantage of me? Yeah. And and if it's dealing with me, I I feel totally safe. But if it's like, oh, okay, you know, they, 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 they have, they're, they're, the company's dealing with somebody else, either in my family or the church, I can get, I can feel, I feel very protective. Yeah. So like, oh, okay. You know, I'll deal with the bully next door, but man, they, he, they just hurt my younger brother.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Like that just brings out the bulldog in me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So how um how does that we t- you talked a little bit about how that works um when you're when w- when you're like sort of protecting the people you love from the outside, mm-hmm. are there things that trigger on uh, sort of those inside relationships in the same way where you feel the need to exert control um w- if it's kids or in your relationship with Amy or do those same triggers exist interpersonally? Maybe Amy should should answer this one. I was one.
1: gonna say, let, uh, I mean. I f- my first thought, and I'd be curious your thoughts, but less so, because I feel like the more I feel safe, the more i I like my the my natural default to control uh, i mean th- that uh, that almost gets tempered down to the point where you may not even think that
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, Maybe? I really think it is a lot less at home <coughs> i mean defini- definitely definitely experienced that um, but rarely yeah and I mean th- it's memorable. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, because it's, it's a
0: ra- ra- understatement of the year. <laughs> <laughs> when Sug gets hyper controlling, it gets memorable. memorable. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Uh, no,
1: and it's true and it's usually uh in times of stress. Mm-hmm. Right? And it, and again because at home it's usually like no stress. Um Whereas again, if you use a filter of the world out there as a battle, yeah. it's, it, it's just a given that there is stress out there. Yeah. And again, for eights, like we don't, we, we don't like, uh, you know, we kind of look forward to that. Like another name for an eight is the challenger. Mm-hmm. And so if there's no challenge, it, it, it's almost to a point where it's like, why, why exist? and again I know for we talk about this cuz Amy's just like we'll talk about like oh what are we going to do in retirement right which is still like decades away or whatever but but I'm like man like I can't just do nothing. Mm. Like I need mm-hmm. a challenge. It's not just keeping me busy. I need to do something that's going to challenge, let's say, me physically, although that that's going downhill with every right. year.
0: My like, physical challenge bar is getting lower <laughs> and lower. It's like get out of bed every morning. Well, <laughs> let's take it easy.
1: <laughs> but also just challenging me like mentally and yeah. and spiritually. Like it, it's almost like if I don't have that, I, 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 I feel like – Especially, like oh man, i I you know you just kind of lose your will to have meaning and significance and purpose in life, mm-hmm. whereas Amy's just like, "Oh, yeah, you know, then we could take it easy, and I could just read all day, and you know yeah. <laughs> making
2: it sound like all I do is read the thriller. <laughs> no, <have> <laughs> okay,
1: but you do read a ton,
2: I do like enjoy. over a
1: hundred books a year, wow. wow, wow i mean we'll go we'll we'll go on vacation, and, and a lot of it is like fiction and novels and and like we'll, we'll go on vacation. If we're away for seven days, she'll bring like ten books. And I'm like, you're never reading through that. She's like, yeah, finish it She's by day six. Right? Them. Wow, man. <laughs> like, what in the world? <laughs> wow. So she does. She does love to read. In fact, and this this is kind of insight, insight more to the five. Uh, I I asked her like, hey, you should, we want you to come on this podcast and speak into all the dark sides of an eight and she was really anxious and and this morning i was like oh you know i i called her and we we're talking and she's like oh so you, you don't need me to come in i'm like i don't know you should come in mm. like that would be awesome and she's like i don't know yeah and um the thing that she said and this is the five she's like i feel like i don't know enough about the eight yep. okay. i know you right and that's what i said like all you need to do is talk about me yeah
0: well, so I, I keep fishing for like the dark underbelly of the eight showing up at home, but since it, I'm going to have to, I'll have to be the voice. Okay. You're the voice of the. Dark so this underbelly. was actually a conversation I had uh, uh, with uh, one of the other pastors yesterday because we were on a three day retreat. Yeah. Right. And um, and one <laughs> of the things in terms of in terms of control, this was an interesting thing about you, and that I think is true about eights as well, which was this. We were, what we were trying to do was try to find the non-negotiables mm. in certain areas of ministry or organizational, right? And then there's, like, this whole arena where Sung has strong opinions about maybe, like, best practices. And, like, those two things, like, what are non-negotiables and what, does, what are Sung's opinions, the line between those two things is, can, be, can be almost exhaustingly impossible to find. <laughs> I would ask every, like, okay, now you're saying this with a ton of sort of like conviction and like we should and they should and he should. Is, am I putting this on the non negotiable side of the board? He'll be like, no. no. I am like, <laughs> wait, like, why? Like, what are, why is it, what, why did we just have this conversation? You know, but that's part of being an eight, right? <laughs> what they, 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 you know, what is required versus what they, their opinion, like, Man, that line—it feels like it moves quite a bit. Well, and I do remember
1: when we first started working together. You, you first came on staff. Like I would say things, and and you repeat this to all of our staff. Like I would say things with the force of conviction. Yeah. That you're like, oh, Sung wants
0: me to do this. Well, I mean, you would say you should. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> should. So as yes, my boss, it's like well, uh, that feels like a mandate, you, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and, and for both of you, you 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 are trying to get under out of the the the, the mindset of the shoulds mm-hmm. right yeah and so it's really hard yeah right a- and then the first time that either of you have kind of pushed back you've both realized oh his shoulds is like a suggestion yeah
0: yep yep yeah, yeah. and you do and you, you tend to speak and I don't know I mean I would assume that this is tends to be an eight tendency as well but you speak in very very concrete language. I do, and then, as soon as as soon as we start to talk through, well, if this is what you're saying, then that means this, 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 and this. Suddenly, wait a minute! Like there, are, <laughs> none of those boundaries exist at all. Like w- this happened on the retreat, right? We were talking about like we were putting like church service times on the non negotiables for our Sunday worship. Yeah, one experience. one of our pastors
1: suggested that. Yeah,
0: and we're putting it up there, and I was like, man, guys, that feels really restrictive. And Sung was like, well, that's a, I don't think that you know you were kind of like i don't think that's restrictive that doesn't mean we can't do this 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 and this and i'm like well then hey like that's not a non-negotiable like we should just take <laughs> right. it off that <laughs> side of the board right yes um but in in conversations with you it will many things feel non-negotiable as yeah. you as you communicate them
2: yeah, I've experienced that at home too. I have to tell the kids like, "Daddy might say you should do this, but you know, if you're really not feeling like that's the right thing, you should you should say something."
1: Yeah, that's so true, right? Uh, because uh, again, it's more the force and intensity more than a, a, a duty or obligation, right? Because eights, there's there's very little sense of duty and obligation that drives Yes. Yeah. But what comes out is like what what. An eight is really thinking is, hey, you know what would be really great is, yep. <laughs> but it yep. comes out as, hey, Micah, you should,
0: yeah, 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 and that's important for an eight to remember, especially when you're in a yeah. position of authority. That 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 mm-hmm. that that's that's heard differently, yeah. you know. Um, and so that's it. all you eights out there. Just be aware of mm-hmm. the words you use, <laughs> because again, I think some you, you touched on something that is really really helpful is to remember that when you're engaging with an eight they don't accept obligation yeah. in the same way that a lot of the other numbers do. Yeah. And so they're, they're happy to put – they'll put something out there that, that sounds like an obligation because in their minds, they would just say no to that. They would just kind of like <laughs> let it slide off to the left, and they don't realize that those sorts of um, – those phrases or those sort of mandates stick mm-hmm. for ones yeah. and threes and fives. And nines. And many others. Yeah, I mean, yeah. most of the other numbers. Like, <laughs> those those obligations stick. And while they don't for an eight, they just slide off.
1: Yeah. No, that's good. Um, I was going to say something else, but I lost
0: it because I was trying to listen. <laughs> Thanks, Sung. <laughs> um, I feel so heard right now.
2: <laughs> well, I was thinking part of that, I think, is you're, you're trying to take care of people, too. Like, you think, oh, this would be really good. This mm-hmm. would be really good for you as a person or uh, the organization and trying to be helpful in that way but yes
1: yeah i know right that sounds so like messed up to say oh the way Aids express care is hey because i'll say this to you like you know oh hey so i'm dealing with this relationship oh you should right do this or the, or say this, and it comes out as a command, and, and you're, you'll are you be like, no, no, I need time to process this. Mm. And again, the intuitive side of Nate is like, well, you know, that person's going to say or do this, so you might as well just say this. Right, right.
0: You're going to say this, then they're going to say this, then you're going to say this, <laughs> right. they're going to say this. So let's just jump to the end, and let's just do that. Exactly. I mean, it is, again, for those of us that that are in relationships with AIDS, it is helpful. And actually, my wife, after one of the times that, I forget what it was, but she, I kind of came away from a conversation that she was a part of, kind of just feeling a little, little prickly about it. And she was like, did you hear that this was actually sung trying to communicate care to you? Like, can you hear that when he said these things, he was actually trying to be sort of thoughtful and attentive and i was like oh man like i just it just wasn't on my radar but she was able to see those things as care and helped me see them as care so it does happen you just have to sort of be aware of some of the nuance Mm -hmm. yeah or lack (laughs) of nuance is probably
1: better (laughs) well and again like well and i'll say this a growth edge for aids is to uh show up like a healthy two hmm Mm -hmm. right so with kindness and compassion and affirmation right and and so again the the reason and and that's a work in progress for me too uh but and again there are seasons when i feel better about myself doing that and other times i'm like oh i just absolutely suck at this Mm -hmm. um but but um uh, uh uh I'm losing all my thoughts. I need, I need coffee.
0: (laughs) You show up as a two.
1: Um, so, oh, but that's really hard as an eight. And this is why, again, those growth edges are there for whatever type you are, because like literally when I try to say words of encouragement, I feel so vulnerable and weak, ah. not vulnerable in the sense of I'm opening up something about my life as much as like, and I've said this to like to people who I really trust and, and they would get what I say, but I'm like, yeah, it's really hard for me to, to do like squishy emotions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It just feels so squishy. Yeah. And that's just, just, that's just the only way I could describe it. But again, that's not so true. That, that's not true at home. Mm. But even even if it's somebody in the office and I'm like, you know, man, you know, like, and it feels so like, uh, I don't know what the right word is, but oftentimes when I try to encourage people, and again, this it taps into this this like innocent child inside like it, it is so hard for me sometimes to keep from crying during mm. those moments yeah a- and like i hate that feeling i'm like they see my eyes welling up i can't stand this i'm trying to say something encouraging but like ugh, it, it it's just really hard yeah
0: i mean it makes sense if if one of the ways that an eight tends to process the world is in some ways like combative a yeah. little bit not only are you sort of letting your armor down but in some ways you're giving the other side potentially a strategic advantage and if yeah. you're if you're not able to break out of that sort of conflict mindset then yeah it's going to be really hard yeah. to, to do that it's like why would you you're yeah. basically just giving your you know your opponent ammunition yeah. you know yeah, um, yeah. and yeah. again that's an unhealthy yeah, right, perspective right, right, on it right.
1: but uh, and the natural default way for an aide to give encouragement and again like it like in the same ways that like the, like somebody may try to say something to the eight, but they don't really hear it mm. because it's too soft. Like the way eights are tr- uh, comfortable giving encouragement is much more like I played football. And again, the way you kind of interact in a football team, Hey man, great, great job. That was a great pass, right? Yeah. There's no need to get squishy. It's like
0: affection with a punch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way. And so again, growing up with just two two boys in the house, me and my younger brother, that like we just didn't have to practice a lot of like, oh you know Sam like you really mean a lot to me or that you know we we didn't have mm-hmm. to pra- practice that and it was just like oh Sam you're the best yeah and and that was just like we lived on that
0: yeah or like you're hilarious man yeah. like that's kind you're of the so level funny yeah. a- and mm-hmm.
1: again for both of us that was very nourishing like oh we we love each other yeah so. And, again, when you get married, you find out. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't speak to me. <laughs> right.
0: Shoulder punches are not, are not <laughs> the uh, love language yeah. of and, many.
1: And, and the other thing, too, that I was going to say is, um, like, eights are, and this comes really through, especially in, in the um, context of grace, but, um, like, in terms of it's not obligation and duty, but thoroughly being pr- pragmatic, Mm. So thorough pragmatic pragmatism is kind of the way they see things in terms of like, well, you know, so like, let's say you on the farm, right? It's like, well, okay, I got to put on this roof. I didn't do it the right way. But hey, man, I'm just getting the roof on. Yeah like eights think about that when it comes to just accomplishing anything, mm. right? It, it's not duty obligation is it, it's not like, okay. I mean, there is right and wrong that scripture talks about, but besides that, like there isn't this right or wrong way to do things. It's just, we got to be pragmatic because we want to get to the top of the Hill. Mm. And so again, if you're working with a one <laughs> where it's like, there, there's a right and wrong way, there's a process yeah. uh, again, you know, there's a lot of potential conflict and a lot of complementary strengths there.
0: Yeah. So, how are your family vacations then? Is that if that's kind of the way you're like, look, man, we just got to see the Roman Colosseum. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: I, <laughs> he doesn't like to wander in museums. No, would say. I mean, he has a list of things that we need to see. Yeah, and bam, bam, bam.
1: So we have we 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 talk about like being trips, which is kind of like sung vacations. Okay. And vacations, which oh, is Amy vacations.
0: Interesting. They're their own separate categories. They
1: are. So if we go on a trip, it's man, we're going to see this, and then we're going to see this, and and then hey, uh, okay, well, that there's a whole agenda, and, and then there's, um, Amy vacations.
2: That's where I bring my ten books. Yes,
0: and you guys will like vacation like normal people. No,
2: <laughs> no.
1: Well, she does. She and the kids do. Like so, Amy, it's like going to the beach, sitting on the beach. From, like, after lunch till dinner time, just reading a book in the sun. Okay. Kids w- playing in the water and this and that. A- and this is a also a growing edge for eights. Um, you know, the first few times we did that, it's like, okay, I- I- I've sat here for an hour and read. What are we going to do now? Mm. She's like, mm. what do you mean, what are we going to do now?
2: We're just I- getting started. <laughs> Which is not relaxing to have someone. <laughs> <laughs> when
0: you're trying to read a book, and they're right. like, what are we doing next? What are we doing next? What are we doing next? Right.
2: <laughs> so, I, and this is, this
1: is the, the, the the secret way that we've kind of, not secret, this is the way we've um, worked that together. Like, so, uh, again, eights love to, like, like threes, right? A- eights and threes can have, like, workaholic tendencies. Um, that, that is usually my week where I go and and it's a study leave. Mm. And so basically, uh, from eight to five, I'm in the coffee shop or, or or in the, in the whatever place we're staying in. and, And I'm just thinking and working and emailing and, um, they're out having a blast
2: yeah well, we spend mornings and evenings. yeah, together. that's true.
1: yeah I, I usually yeah I, I, I do I do take time off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll take the morning and, uh, yeah, just be together, enjoy. then it's like, all right, gotta get to work so th- so for
0: the, this, this <laughs> brings up an interesting point. if we're gonna talk about healthy rhythms, does it feel like a healthy rhythm to n- never take a vacation?
2: I mean, trips are vacations for you, aren't? Oh them? yeah, totally. Oh, so trips tri- are
0: trips are vacations. Trips, oh, tri- and vacations are yes. Okay. We let's. This we, is a complicated diagram in my <laughs> mind, but I think I'm getting it.
1: We take we take <laughs> many trips, uh, multiple trips. To, let's say two or three trips. We we take one vacation a year. I see, and um, usually. Uh, Because Amy is very like again, she has a lot, a lot, a lot of nine in her, right? She'll she'll just kind of go with the flow and be like, "Yep, let's do that." Uh, Until I don't know how many years ago, five, six years ago, she's like, "Oh no, I really need like an Amy vacation." Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah, because he got bored of it. And so he was trying to, what if we did this? What if we did this instead? And I'm like, no.
1: I want to go to the same place, go to the same beach, (laughs) go to the same places for lunch. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know, again, having the seven wing, I'm like, oh, adventure. And and she's like, no. Okay. So, and so trips are like very life-giving for me. I come back, I'm tired because you're hiking or this or that, but man, it just fills me up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Man, so that is I mean in, that is a healthy rhythm, right? I mean there's a there's like your individual healthy rhythm. Yeah. Excuse me, which is like kind of like 100% of your attention and intensity focused uh, in a direction other than work, let's mm-hmm. say, right? And you're taking a trip, but a relational sort of discipline is saying no, we give we find a way for Amy to to get the rest that she needs um, as a as a mom and a wife and, you yeah. know, and all these uh, other things. Yeah,
1: that's that good. That means on a vacation, she just kind of like to wander, kind of just, you know, see what's there. And uh, again, for me, it's like, no, we need a direction and a purpose. Man,
0: I hope people are taking notes. You guys are you guys are a pretty good template for a, a for a healthy marriage uh, to an eight.
1: <laughs> Being married to an eight can be very difficult. At least I've heard.
2: <laughs> sometimes it has its moments.
0: <laughs> well, I mean so so my amy is a 7 with a strong 8 wing yeah. and and I and we experience the same thing. Yeah. You know, just the other direction where for me like you know, my day is my days are always full of mm-hmm. of sort of as a one, obligations and chores and sort of mm-hmm. always thinking and so I want to if I'm going to get away I'm like, man, I want to sit in a cabin, you know, with with books or take like some some sort of craft that I'm working on and just like not have any obligations. And she, as a seven with a strong eight wing, is like, Well, we could go here and you know, and there's this place over here, and I wanna make sure we go here. And we're gonna take a day trip here. And I'm like, Well, that's I would rather stay home.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's what you've done, right? yeah, <laughs> I mean,
0: I have. I have. I do I take a lot of staycations.
1: Yeah. So. and one of the commonalities or or uh, between a 7 and 8 they but and it's different things that drive them but they they there can be this endless like insatiable hunger mm. for experiencing things or people or or whatever and so yeah and so again going back to the 7 Like that, their vice was gluttony, not necessarily with food, but they want more and more and more. The, the, the vice for the eight is lust and it's not just sexual. It's just lust for life and Mm -hmm. experience. Mm -hmm. And so again, like, and so I know your Amy is like, yeah, she, during COVID it's like, Hey, when can we get away? Do something different. I mean, that, that was like, well, man, November,
0: 2020
1: Mm -hmm. shoot, man. I was, I was
0: going squirrely.
2: A little bit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys find a way to navigate that? What did you do?
2: You took a lot of walks. Yeah. Really really long ones. I do
0: remember a series of of a season where all of our phone calls was you look <laughs> like with the sound of traffic <laughs> in the background. That must have been that must have been November. <laughs> yeah. 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 I,
2: I I don't know. I feel uh, like we tried to schedule We d- we did a day trip uh, like
1: it's some outdoor thing. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I don't remember. That, that feels like a w- years it was, ago yeah that was
0: forever ago yeah. so can we t- can we talk about spiritual rhythms yeah. for an eight yeah. um because i know that you do have a, a very sort of disciplined um a, or a, you, you know inner life mm-hmm. what does that look like and how does it go with or against sort of your eight tendencies yeah so i, I would say like and, and there's a high correlation between
1: consistency of these practices and kind of being healthy and the opposite and so uh, I have a very, I mean, two, a couple anchors in my day. One, and I've talked about this before, maybe in season one. But um, first thing when I get up in the morning, right for an eight, that's very pragmatic. Go, go, go. Mm-hmm. You sh- like you want to halt that. Yeah. A- and so um, I, I, I uh, so I would say the practice of silence, which is the first two minutes that I wake up, like you're uh, i'm not thinking about anything else you, there's a there's a practice of just emptying your mind because mm-hmm. not in a kind of buddhist new age kind of way like the purpose of emptying it so you could fill it with christ and so that in itself because a tendency is to be like okay what do i need to conquer today yeah and so that i mean more than anything else and don't hear me say scripture or prayer isn't important but man silence like just being still be still and know that I'm God is so valuable. And and then I engage in like some meditation with scripture and things and that's not that long. And then I end that time, uh, with another two minutes of just silence and, and, and and all that happens like while I'm laying in bed. Yeah. Uh, so uh, again, (laughs) staying in bed is a discipline, Mm. Yeah. Uh, and a practice for healthy rhythms. And then at the end of the day, before I go to bed, and this can happen anytime time from after dinner to like while like right before I'm going to bed, um, I, I look back, and, and you've mentioned this too, the uh, da- daily examine. We, you know, I, I, you're looking back at the people, the meetings, the things that you've done throughout the day. And uh, again, for some people, this seems a bit OCD, but I kind of track during different seasons, like every half hour, like what I'm doing, who I've met with. and, And like the thing that that helps me with is I look back and be like, oh, okay, yeah, I had that meeting with Nate. Oh boy. Okay, I I need to I need to confess. I need to repent there because I I I brought,
0: brought a lot of intensity, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. be, because if not, if I'm I gonna d- start saying that you're being memorable. i gonna <laughs> be like, hey, Sung, you are being memorable right now, just as like <laughs> to let, to let you know. you're being memorable
1: yeah and and so again like that may seem like really over the top but you know like for for somebody who's always looking to the future yeah that's exactly what
0: i was thinking you
1: like you by the end of the day like without me looking at my like log somebody's like, Hey, what'd you do today? I'd be like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. But I know what I got to do tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: So again, like that is such a good practice. Cause eights are very forward looking, very intuitive. They want to do the next thing and be like, Hey, stop, look back, mm. which is something we don't like to do. Mm-hmm. Look back and, and how were your interactions? How, how were those meetings? So th- that's a really big one. So those two things are kind of my anchor.
0: Beginning of the day, end of the day. Yeah. That's really good. Amy, can you tell when he's like off his spiritual game,
2: Hmm. Probably, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't check up on like, I hey, don't did check you check up on? <laughs> <these> <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like,
0: are there seasons where you're like, oh man, Sung is just like not. Sung's in like a rough place these days.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can definitely tell when when things are going a little harder. Mm-hmm. I don't always know what the cause is, but that's yeah. probably that's probably a big factor.
1: There are sp- there are specific things, and my kids. This the, this are the times when my kids would say, oh, oh yeah, dad, dad, daddy is like, uh, yeah you got to be careful with daddy. We call them.
2: I have no idea where you're going with this. Oh, that.
1: like wh- when, when they know that I'm going to be a little short that day.
2: When we're traveling?
1: <laughs> Specific travel days. In other words, oh. not, not when we're out and about. Like if we're in one place for the for the day, like fine. But if there's an airplane to catch.
0: Yeah, if you got to get from point A to point B. If there's a yeah.
1: train we got to get onto, I'm kind of like. Let's go, chop chop! Let's go! Come on, come on, come on! And, and again, it's kind of like the the conquering the hill mentality. Yeah. And, and so those are days where it's like, okay. And, and I, uh, one memorable thing, and this is uh, it's just one of those things when you know sometimes your kids say something and you're like, oh my goodness. But uh, this was about seven years ago. Elsa was nine, turning ten. Mm-hmm. This was uh, on on our sabbatical, uh, on my sabbatical, and we were tra- we were taking the uh, like an underwater train. <laughs> from France to um, England and one of Elsa's birthday wish was um, on her birthday. We were going to travel for daddy not to have a, uh, you know, a travel day
0: Mm. Mm. to travel without it being a travel day. Yeah.
1: yeah. Like me kind of showing up grumpy. Yeah. Because they're not falling in line. Interesting. And, And, uh, and so during those times when I got to get the family, you know, yeah. I, I imagine you trying to sh- show your kids up to do chores. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man. So, yeah, that those those are days when and, and even when the days when I have had rhythms, man, that that, that that's like a it it, it just comes out.
0: Mm. So, yeah, it's not a guarantee. No, right? it's not a guarantee. Yeah. But no. but over the course of a lifetime or over the course of a season. Yeah. We see improvement. Yeah. All right. So it believe it or not, it's been almost an hour. Oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> is there anything else about eights that, that we that we haven't I mean, there's a lot about eights we haven't covered, but is there anything that you would want to say, Amy, to people with eights in their lives or sung anything that you would want to say to other eights as we wrap up? They're pointing at each other to okay. go first.
1: I'm trying to be deferential because I already have thoughts. and well, I, That's I, why you should go
2: first because you have the thoughts. Well,
1: and I'm curious. Like, what do you say to somebody who's married to an eight? I'm so eight. sorry. <laughs> <No>.
0: uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I need a minute here. Okay.
1: Uh, so, for those of you who are eights, like, just understand and, and i tell myself this a thousand times and i still don't get it like that you show up so much more strongly and intimidating than you ever can imagine mm-hmm. just try to take that to heart i still am so as an eight like you feeling like you're being gentle it, it, it just
0: it's still not normal person gentle no it's not. yeah.
1: and for those married to an eight yeah they're, they're <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh,
0: I mean, in some ways, I think for uh, the un-
2: un- any unhealthy number, yes.
0: being married to them is a burden. It's, it's a not It's not yeah. just eight. Yeah.
2: True. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What would I say to someone married to an eight, I guess? Um, it's hard for me to know what is just you and what is, you know, a typical eight. But just the fact that, um, yeah. Their intensity is not meant to be hurtful Mm. and um feel free to be honest and push back Mm. that's that's the one thing i'm not sure if that's typical of all eights or just you Mm. that you welcome that um that's good yeah i mean it's been i I think it's been good for me to be married to you (laughs) because well five go to eights in health right so all the qualities i'm striving for i see in you when you're healthy and um that has been really helpful
1: yeah that's it's me good. out of
2: my comfort zone
1: what would you say nate to somebody
0: working with an eight
2: Because
1: um, you know other executive pastors that might work with yeah maybe i think eights, i
0: think know. every executive pastor works with an eight <laughs> 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 no i mean again like here's the thing and this is this is what i think is it's easy because eights come on so strong it can be easy to lose sight of the fact that without AIDs, without people who sort of engage with the world the way that AIDs do, there are a lot of things that just wouldn't happen. They ju- you know, they just wouldn't happen. And, 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 um, and so I think it's important to, um, sort of honor and, uh, and be thankful for the things that, that a healthy eight brings in a relationship or in an organization. Um, and so for those of us that can sometimes feel buffeted by the intensity of an eight, that's, that's good to remember, right? Like I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to be in a meeting with you and have you be like, I don't know what we should do next. Like anybody else have any other ideas? Like nobody wants that for someone who's leading an organization. So remember to be thankful for that, I think is a big part of it. Um, and then I think the, um, the thing that I take to heart when I'm working with an eight is first of all, you do have to consistently speak your mind. Like you, you, you don't add, I don't add to the health of the organization when I just decide to sort of like remove myself. Like eights do need other voices in their life and in their circle, even though, an eight will often act like they don't. And some and unhealthy eights often feel like they don't. They feel like I like look, I got this all sorted out. If you guys would all just do what I'm telling you to do, everything would be fine. <laughs> That's not true. Right. Um, so, so showing up uh, and being present and staying engaged is, uh, is, is really important. Um, and then the third thing that I would say is that, uh, is that I, it, it feels like a conflict with the thing I just said, but in some ways like pick your battles you know like there are things that are worth going to the mat over but you need to understand that an eight will always want to go to the mat so you just have to be aware like is this something that is that is worth or um or is this the kind of thing that i say look you make the, you're making the call you know and that's fine i'm just going to i'm just going to do that so there's as we've said there's a ton of discernment required when you're talking about the enneagram there's a ton, and and the, the same is true for any relationship with an eight especially, there's a lot of discernment. Do I stand up here? Do I say something? Do I let this one slide? Is this is this an unhealthy behavior that needs to be confronted? Or is this something that I need to see the good heart behind and sort of like let the prickliness slide off? There's just a ton. There's just a ton of discernment required. Um, and it's true of anybody, but again, I have a ton of experience <laughs> Inter- interacting with Sung. And then, you know, my wife is, uh, is a strong eight-wing my father-in-law is an eight. So I just have a lot of them in my life. I think my older brother's an eight. I don't know if he would say that or not, but, uh, but sometimes he certainly has a lot of eight tendencies. So that, that's kind of where I, that's kind of what I think my two cents.
1: That's good. That, that was a mic.
0: Drop. That was the mic drop. Wow. <laughs> All right. So look, uh, thank you so much for joining us again, Amy. Thank you for being here. I, your perspective was really helpful. Um, and uh, it's, re- I think what you brought, which, uh, which is good, you, you brought a, a perspective on what, what the healthy parts of an eight and the benefits of an eight bring. Um, and again, for those of us that live primarily in the outside world, we don't get to see that quite as much, you know, but it is so helpful to know that it's there. Uh, so, Sung, we all feel like we know you a little bit better. And um, thanks for your vulnerability as well. Next week we're going to talk about nines Uh, and the nines are what they're like the, what they're, the gentle something.
1: They're like the, well, they're called the um, adaptable peacemaker. Yeah. Although oftentimes they show up very invisible. Yeah.
0: So we have a great conversation with the nine at the next episode. So looking forward to having you join us then.